Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I want to talk about ground conditions and also what you can do to keep your horse safe from slips and falls or injuries. And um, obviously ground condition is very important to barrel racers. We, um, we all know that we've seen career ending injuries happen to horses at the NFR or riders that fall and get hurt um, with their horses and it's just never a good thing so most producers um, actually all producers I true I truly believe are trying to get the ground uh, to be safe for their contestants Um, many of them spend hours watering and ripping and preparing the ground so that it will be safe for horses to run in there fast and collect and be able to turn those barrels tighten and excel out with being able to hold in the ground Um, but unfortunately there can still be times when the ground just isn't right and um, you do have options if the ground is not ideal you can um, if you see a good rider and good horses going out there and slipping or falling in every um, you know about every person that's a time where you can choose to draw out you can choose to just lope in there um, something else that can help is staying two hands and standing your horse up a lot of times in the rodeo conditions are going to be a little bit more hard packed underneath and not ideal for a horse that gets deep in the ground rather than runs on top so um, for that kind of horse you're not going to want to let them get leaning and laying down like some horses turn styles you're going to want to stand them up two hands all the way up into the turns Um, that will help Uh, sometimes we get dry shifty ground sometimes we get hard packed underneath but it looks good on top so we just never know what we're going to get sometimes it's a muddy mess so again you do have options to run or not run or just safety up and go slow Um, no injury no barrel race is worth getting your horse injured or yourself Um, you know you can always there's always another barrel race but you can't undo an injury so that's something to always consider Um, but there's a lot of things you as a barrel racer can do to to prevent your horse from slipping or falling or having injuries even in regular ground conditions um, much less when the ground conditions are not ideal and that is why you'll see certain horses do fine and others not because um, if you get in a situation where the ground's not ideal it's going to magnify if you have a lack of horsemanship or skill Um, so one of the reasons that a horse can slip or fall is when a rider leans if riders are leaning especially to the inside it can really cause a horse to almost counter arc where they're dropping their shoulder and their head and neck go to the outside which is how they balance Um, that can definitely cause a horse to slip or fall so leaning is a really big problem and that's why a rider needs to learn to ride square and in the middle of their horse Um, Another reason can be a rider pulling on their horse in the turns. One of my pet peeves is seeing a rider sitting forward, looking around at the next barrel, um, and pulling their horse really hard. Um, Talk about uncomfortable for the horse, but also very unbalanced and can definitely cause slips and falls. Also, it's not an efficient way to get around a barrel quickly either. So um, pulling is a big deal. 
Um, another way you can improve that is by improving your seat. Learn to sit through your turns. Learn to um, not pull on your reins, but to have soft hands. Um, horses should know their job by this point. When you're competing, you should have established that you ask them to go, they go. You ask them to rate off your body and energy or light rain contact, and they rate. And then you ask them to turn and they turn. You shouldn't be doing their job for them. A horse that's zoned in is less likely to get hurt versus a horse that, let's say, is really hot. A high-headed horse is going to uh, get their head up so high from being hot. They'll also climb instead of go flat and forward. They'll hollow their back and swing their butt when their head is up in the air versus a horse that um, is very broke to the rider's uh, hand. So if I'm running to a barrel and I sit down, my horse should collect their stride. If I have to make contact with the rain, they shouldn't climb in the air and um, get their head up. <clears throat> they should collect their stride and give to my rain pressure, which will automatically round up the top line and get them on their hind end more using their inside hind pivot foot safely up underneath them for a fast turn, but also a safe turn. So that's very important. Um, you have to think about how horses balance themselves with their heads and their necks. So riders that run in tie downs and other things to keep the head down, you can also be taking away some of your horse's balance as well, especially in bad ground. I remember one year at the NFR when Stingray slipped, she runs in a flat leather tie down. And when she went to try to save herself, her head was tied down. She couldn't balance her head and her neck, which, you know, their head alone probably weighs 50 or 60 pounds. And she ended up hitting her head on the barrel when she uh, recovered herself. But, um, so I ideally would rather have a horse I didn't have to have any extra equipment on their head so that they can naturally um, balance themselves the way that they were intended instead of having their head tied into one position. <clears throat> That's something that you may want to consider when you're training your horse. I understand that some horses are better in tie downs for riders, but um, again, and ho some horses' heads come out, I mean, their necks come out of their shoulders differently than others, um, confirmationally speaking, but I do feel like um, there are poor port postures that can cause, and collection that can cause these problems as well. As I mentioned, a high-headed horse is usually going to be your hotter horse, and they're not going to be zoned in on their job, um, and also this horse is going to be strung out when they go into the turns. They're not going to be collected. Um, we want a horse that, that can extend their strides, leaving the barrels, and then collect their strides. Um, we want to be able to guide their nose through the turn, not pull, but soft-handedly guide where we just see a little eyelash or nostril to the inside, not their head cranked in. And that will automatically, with our inside leg and some weight, um, maybe on the outside stirrup as we sit in the middle of our horse, will automatically... Um, get their shoulder up and out and the ribs soft to the outside which will automatically put the hip in and the pivot under and as long as we're using give and take pressure not pulling again just guiding and letting our horse work that'll um, provide a much more balanced horse and good posture and good turns um, so remember also a hot horse is going to generally gets stiffer and a stiffer horse is going to have more slips 
Um, another horse that slips easily is a horse that counter arcs into a barrel. So if you have a horse that anticipates badly and drops her shoulder, or a rider that pulls on their outside rein and cranks that nose to the outside, those will all be reasons for the hip to be on the outside, which is dangerous, and you can slip as well. So those are all very um, scary situations to be in. And that's why you need to go back to the practice pin and work on circles, all different speeds and sizes to where you can, with one hand sitting in the middle of your horse, centered riding and uh, ride those quarter turns, whether it's a five, 10, 15, 20 foot circle from a straight line into circles at different sides and speeds with good form of eye guiding to the inside, shoulder up and out, ribs soft to the outside and hip in and under with a pivot foot reaching good and underneath them every quarter turn and again we want this horse to be zoned in and doing their job and know what their job is if we're having to pull a horse through the barrel pattern that horse is going to slip and slide much easier than a horse that's working and zoned in on what they need to do so that's something else to think about saddle fit or your bit can also cause problems if a horse saddle is pinching their shoulders um, it's going to make it hard for them to turn well and possibly unbalance them in the turns um, and could cause a slip or a fall a bit that's not adjusted correctly you know chin strap or wrinkles no wrinkles um, you know you have to find what what saddle and bit fits your horse there is no magic bit but there are um, a, there is equipment that fits the horse and the rider correctly and comfortably and that's what you have to do like a piece of a puzzle seek it out until you find the right fit um, the other thing is balance and confirmation of a horse a little collected horse like my colt rocky is going to have more balance naturally in a circle where maybe a really big strung out horse is going to have to work for a little bit more collection and balance in a circle so those are things to consider as well. Um, some horses are lazier, uh, you know, and get distracted or don't pick up their feet. And those kind of horses, you may need to work on cavalettis to where they know where their feet are and play, hoof placement and do things like rollbacks and, and such to make them a little bit more handy, leg laterals and such with their feet. Um, you know, I, you just, a lot of those things, uh, confirmation and, and a horse's overall focus and balance can affect whether they slip or fall or have injury out there as well. So spend a lot of time, you know, making sure that you have everything in place that allows you and your horse to be safe out there. Um, you know, I did mention you have options of standing them up two hands. You have options of turning out or just loping if you see that it is a ground condition, but if you're having slips and falls or injury and no one else is, it could very well be lack of horsemanship or a lack of horse being um, correct as far as their foundation and fundamentals. So that's something you would want to really address before you go any faster on the pattern and um, get that very established in you and your horse. So I hope that this article, I'm sorry, this episode of my podcast was helpful for you. One other thing to consider are soft hands, give and take. Um, really, really work on that. If you're having trouble, you're able to keep your um, practice perfect and slow, but then you're messing up in competition and you're getting handsy or 
not sitting in your turns or whichever. Um, you need to work on your mental game and learn to be calm and confident and focus on just doing your job for the safety of you and your horse, if not any other reason. So if it means you go slower longer until it becomes um, part of your muscle memory, then so be it. But um, that was what I would recommend. When you have issues, slow down and get it right again before you go faster. So thank you for tuning in. And as always, be safe out there and ride with heart. Thank you.